cop, get in here. It was these four simple words that shattered my weekend and probably the rest of my life into a million tiny razor blades. The voice that spoke these terrible words belonged to my editor. My editor was an overweight Gila monster of a man with wide-set eyes and thin, cracking lips to match. He poured sweat and shouted like a yappy dog, constantly out of breath. How he'd risen to the rank of editor was anyone's guess. I thought he was a prick when he offered me a steady check, and my opinion of him hasn't improved in the last 28 months. I wanted to go back to freelance, but it was too tough, so here I am with a steady check and not a shred of self-respect left to my name. I was hoping to find some around any corner, but with this gig, I doubted it. The gig was writing for a few online rags, but mainly one called Titan, which was a second-rate caricature of Maxim, which was itself a second-rate caricature of the shit Playboy it turned into. Thanks to Us Weekly and Perez Hilton, we're all whores now, circling the drain faster and faster. I got something for you, he told me after I sat down in his untidy sanctuary. I had a hard time looking at the wheezy bastard, so I always wore dark glasses in his office. That always pissed him off, but I didn't care. I could stare at the wall while he barked like an underweight chihuahua. I'm sure it made him twice as mad to see my gaunt face framing his revolting reflection. Oh yeah? It's hot! Is it anything like last time? No, forget about last time. Last time was a clusterfuck. This time I've got a thing we've never covered before. You know you know how much all that geek shit gets a shitload of eyeballs on the page, and I think it suits you. I'm sending you to Griffin Con. It's down in Atlanta. Yap, yap, yap. Send someone else. There is no one else, and I think you'll have a fresh take on the whole thing. It'll get you out of your comfort zone. You've been on autopilot lately. If we've never covered it before, anybody can make it fresh. What about Jones? He's into all that geek shit. I was staring at the papers on his desk, hoping to find interesting reading material I could peruse from my vantage point during this defecation of a conversation. He'd write it up just like everybody else who's going. He's too close to all that stuff. It doesn't matter, though. I sent him to the city. He's taking care of a string of wet t-shirt contests. This is what passes for journalism. Besides, the ticket's already booked in your name. Fuck it, I tell myself over and over there's a paycheck to be had whether the stories I turn in are any good or not. And let's be honest, what passes for good in this place isn't exactly Pulitzer material. You can't just make me go at the snap of your fingers. The hell I can't! You signed an employment contract. You go if the story's hot, day or night, near or far, in a house with a mouse and a box with a fox, and I say this story's hot. I must have been drunk when I signed that damn thing. It didn't matter. I guess a weekend out of this festering bog couldn't be all that bad. Maybe I'd find that self-respect I was searching high and low for. Oh, Jesus Christ, when is this thing? You leave in the morning. It starts on Friday, the day after. You'll be on a plane back Sunday night. That's this weekend, the bastard. I've been given less notice on big stories before. That's just the way journalism works, especially in Washington. But this son of a bitch just handed me a four-day assignment a thousand miles away and threw my weekend on 12 hours notice. I vowed that I would spend the rest of the meeting imagining that I was cutting out his filthy little heart with a dull and dirty knife. I'm gonna need at least half a dozen good stories out of this from you, maybe more, otherwise it isn't worth our dime. Half a dozen? Can't I just write a cover story? Cover of what? The demographic advertising needs us to hit doesn't read anything over 350 words. I don't have time for brevity if I'm doing a series on shit I know nothing about. Not my problem. I want at least one story a night filed while you're gone. I don't care what they're about, but this stuff is big in certain circles. Big. Anything you write up will get read. There's panels, costumes, all that kind of stuff. What kind of editor are you? You're hanging me out to dry. This is bullshit. You'll do fine. Smugly, he tossed my itinerary across the desk at me. 
At just a glance, I could see on the printouts that he'd made the reservations in my name a couple of months ago. I pointed at the date on the paper. What the hell is this? Must have slipped my mind. In my brain, his chest was simply a gaping hole of raw hamburger and spurting blood. His heart was in my hand, and I could see myself taking a bite out of it if I thought for a moment his spirit had anything worth absorbing. Instead, I stuck the knife in his heart and tossed both over my shoulder. For some reason, I had his necktie tied around my melon like a headband, cutting into my thick black hair, and my sleeves were cut and frayed at the edges. Below my thin, doughy waist, I was wearing what could only be described as a barbarian's furry diaper. 